Hello, everyone. Welcome to Life on Earth. This is a very impromptu conversation I had with um, two teachers from Shanti Yoga Training School, as well as my friends, Holly Hobbs and Brooke Badwa. And I hope that you guys enjoy it. We just hopped on a call in Clubhouse and wanted to discuss Valentine's Day and what it means, um, the love celebration and the many aspects of it. So the sound quality is uh, slightly off due to the fact that this recording was, again, on Clubhouse. It wasn't really originally for a podcast, but I wanted to share with the community because there were so many uh, jewels in this short conversation. And with that said, I hope you have a beautiful weekend and a wonderful love celebration. Welcome to Life on Earth, the Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace and global equality, one earthling at a time. talking about love and the different nuances of love and especially this Valentine's Day I feel um well Valentine's is tomorrow and it is such a commercial holiday yes and yet at the same time it could also be you know you can make it really beautiful and celebrate love and celebrate love, yes, for others. And if you're in a relationship, great. But also what we were talking about, Brooke, and I'll open to both of you, Holly's here too, is that celebrating self-love and maybe you can spin this, especially this Valentine's, because as we know that it always begins with you. So we were both saying, what if like this Valentine's, it was really about you, you can of course honor whoever you want, but really honoring yourselves and, you know, even like something silly, like buy yourself a gift, like a massage or do something really nice for your own self. And one thing when I open, I'll open it up to you guys, but us all wanted to mention is I told group, uh, Brooke, I was in a group with some people some therapists, and they were saying that since the pandemic, a lot of people were feeling, um, even people who were in relationships were feeling very lonely. And, you know, some people that are completely by themselves are feeling lonely. And some people that are, whether you have a boyfriend or married or whatever, you know, you could still feel lonely even in a relationship. So it's an interesting thing to to really, if you say, okay, no matter what, you know, whether you've been married for 50 years or you've just been with someone for two months or you're completely by yourself, love really, Valentine's, you can also celebrate your own self. Like, you know, celebrate the love you have for you and make you the number one person. Like, don't wait for anybody 
to make you the number one person because you are the number one person. I even read uh, an article of this girl. She really wanted this um, engagement ring. And to be honest with you, I don't even remember if she was like engaged or not. She might have actually been with someone. But the point was that she really wanted this ring. And then, you know, she worked really hard for it and she bought a ring for herself. And I was like, wow, that's so cool and so liberating. (laughs) So I'll open to you ladies. (laughs) So, yeah, um, I've noticed like over the years with uh, Valentine's Day and I've done it myself years ago where I was like um, comparing my self and like my relationship or like just like materialistic things to someone else's and then I'd kind of check in and be like but like does that even really matter you know and then um years kind of went by and it I mean I kind of brushed it off but um years kind of went by and I'm like seeing people who are widowed and people who are fresh out of breakups and just really upset you know sad about it and and um just people feeling like upset for being single on Valentine's Day and I'm like it, it shouldn't be that way. It's just because, like you said, it's such a commercial holiday. Can y'all hear me? Because I keep getting yeah. a notification of poor connection. Yeah, we can hear y'all you. Can, okay. Um, but yeah, and that started making me think, like, you know, I it, it shouldn't be just about, like, your relationship. Which, yeah, I mean, again, honor who you're with and all that or who you want to. But there's another element to it that it should be reminding all of us of and that's like opening up our hearts to love and kindness not to like you know just our partner which obviously yeah but some of us don't have a partner and so like opening up like your heart to loving yourself or even just like making it like a day that you want to treat yourself or doing an act of kindness or an act of love for a complete stranger or even just somebody you know your parent a friend anything like that and so really just making it into like a more than just a, a couple's holiday, you know? I absolutely love that. What do you think, Holly? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I've been in a long-term re- relationship for, I don't know, even know anymore, five or six years at least. And um, he's out of town this year um, and he's coming back on Monday. So we'll celebrate on Monday night. So I'm going to be alone tomorrow. And I mean, that doesn't really particularly matter to me whatsoever. You know, Valentine's Day, it doesn't have to be on the exact day. It could be a Tuesday. It could be a Friday, anything. But it is, even though it has become super commercialized, it really is important to mark the passing of these holidays because before they were ever the commercial holidays that they are, they were pagan holidays for the most part, and they marked different parts of the season. So this kind of, you know, really important space in the middle of February as we're transitioning from winter to spring. And then, of course, you get into Easter and then that's the formal, you know, celebration of true beginnings of spring. But we're kind of in this middle period, you know, the nights are still really long, Um, you know, daylight saving time hasn't come yet. And it really should be a period of time where we're really nurturing ourselves um, moving out of the longest nights of winter into the brighter days. And in doing so, trying to keep ourselves warm and feeling loved and feeling um, connected. And so I try to do that 
every day, right? Because that's part of my own spiritual practice. But tomorrow I'm going to be alone. And so I have a whole day planned. So I'm going to be with, you know, I have a puppy and two kittens. And so I got treats for all of them. And I got flowers. And, you know, I'm going to take a bath, a really nice bath with crystals and candles and the whole thing. And just have a really lovely, indulgent, beautiful day with the three of them. And, you know, I'm really excited about it. And it's a wonderful thing. So, you know, that's an example of something that um, could be really fulfilling on multiple different levels, whether you have a partner or not. And then also I would say somebody, I have no idea who it was. It was like somebody who wrote a tweet that got shared on Instagram a thousand times a couple of months back. And I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was something like, there is no partner in the world who is going to be able to totally help you through the trauma of the last year. They can't, there's nothing that they could say that that will be good enough to help you heal through all of what we've gone through since March, 2020. And that's totally true. So you can't, even if you are, you know, in a space where you do have a partnership that's loving and happy, you still cannot expect them to provide the amount of healing that we really need through this transitional space. And so that means that we have to do the work to try very hard to create that healing connection within ourselves first. And that means, you know, providing love and companionship and healing and flowers and beauty in our own lives for ourselves every single day. Yeah, I absolutely love what you just said. And it's such a great example of how you can navigate that, whether, like you both said, whether you are in a relationship or not. But it is important to remember that also, not only this past years, but that our loved ones are not, it's not their job to heal us, you know, and through traumas, there's many of us have childhood traumas or things we have to work through. And it's a really big thing to ask somebody to take on that responsibility, especially when you have been with someone for a really long time. It, the relationship changes. Have you guys heard about the rules of thirds? I just heard that the other day and I thought that was brilliant. I'll, I'll just say it. It's like this. A third percent of the time, things are going to be okay with whatever it is. Let's say a relationship, for example, Uh, or it could be a relationship with yourself, right? A third percent of the time, things are going to be shitty. They're just not going to be that great. And a third percent of the time, things are going to be amazing, like maybe really, really good. But the idea here, it was an athlete that I heard talking about this, that she was mentioning her coach said that to her. But the idea is to not expect, you know, life to always be pink roses and butterflies. I mean, it can be, but there's going to be times that it's not going to be like that. So I think when we look at all this that we're talking about, which, you know, it's like yourself and then also involves other people, Valentine's, sometimes people feel a lot of pressure. I certainly have had in the past, like Valentine's days that I was single completely by myself and, and had a blast. Like you're saying, Holly, like I made it, you know, like I made it really good. Like I bought flowers, I bought candles, I took a bath, I cooked for me with my animals. So, you know, I totally love that. And But I've certainly like remember at least a couple of, of Valentine's that I felt like 
terrible, you know? And the reason why, like, I was feeling terrible is because probably, I was probably, just like years ago, but I was probably thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. I don't even have a person to spend a special day with me. <laughs> well, and that and that's the thing, because that's the part that society does, um, you know, through through media, through everything that we internalize, it's not just ourselves that are putting these ridiculous expectations on ourselves. It's the entire world that's echoing that back, you know. I mean, I do too. I totally remember a couple of Valentine's Day where I, you know, it's been years now, but I was alone and was really embarrassed by it, you know, embarrassed or maybe ashamed or just, you know. Uh, Yeah, same. Um, you know, it's embarrassing and everybody's, you know, flaunting their own relationships, whether their relationships are happy or not. It doesn't matter because we can't see that part. All we see is the happy face that people put on it. Um, you know, and I do totally remember that feeling of, of shame, um, embarrassment. And, you know, I think so many people feel that way. And um, yeah. And even furthermore, even when you are in that relationship, like now my case have been with John for quite a bit, you know, and we have our moments, like there are ups and downs, you know, and there are times like that I feel very lonely, even though I'm still in a relationship. So it's just like, even then there's some pressure. That's why I'm saying that because sometimes you see, especially with social media, like Instagram and all that, and you see these, all only the beautiful photos and the highlights. And you're like, wow, everybody has like the most loving, (laughs) the perfect like couples, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, I just made it and, you know, I mean, whether it's a controversial decision or not. I don't know. My family certainly thinks it is, but you know, I guess when I got together with Courtney about, you know, like I said, I don't remember five or six years, I think it was 2014. So even longer, um, I made the decision that I was going to keep my relationship private because, you know, I had spent so long, I was just kind of sick of it. I was sick of everybody showing off there, you know, which in many cases, let's be honest, is, you know, kind of fake happiness or at least a Mm -hmm. facade of superficiality where everything is perfect. I was really sick of it. So I made a conscious decision back then and I've stuck to it that I'm not going to share my relationship on social media. Mm -hmm. And for me, it has worked really well because it's taken away, it's completely taken away that you know, that kind of, because we're human. Everybody wants to show off a little bit, right? Everybody wants to, I, you know, I would love to show off my, you know, like spectacular flower bouquet that I know I'm going to get for it from him on Monday. That would be fabulous. You know, it would make me feel (laughs) good in that moment to do, but I understand that that also kind of not only does harm to other people who don't necessarily have that, but also does harm to me because then it puts me in a position of feeling like I'm performing something. And, you know, that's not to take away from people. Other people share their relationships in such a wonderful, loving, happy way. I'm not saying that that's not No, I hear you. People don't do it. Just yeah. for me, taking away that element of social media has been really healing for me because then now my, my social media is all about me. You don't have that pressure. <laughs> Which I love, yeah. you know, it's all about me. If you, you know, the, my friends that I have on there, it's all about me showing up for myself and showing the stuff that I want. You to. have a text. I don't message. really even know my family. You, know? you have and, a text. And message. that's for me been one thing that's been very freeing. Yeah. yeah I love that. I love that too. And, um, you know, that for me, it's kind of in between. I don't 
don't want any pressure in terms of that, but I only, if I post it's because it feels very organic without it being like, I have to, you know, but because there is to the thing of like, sometimes like you have to put something and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't have to do anything. In fact, I don't have to do anything at all in terms of social media, you know? I feel like that too, like the whole thing is, that's another conversation, but it can be kind of pressure. Like you have to post X amount of times or you have to post this or that. No, you don't. You do what you feel like it's right, you know? Exactly. And I think that you're a really good example of somebody who posts, um, you know, normally about their relationship, you know, you're doing something, he's in the background, or you share a nice picture, or you share what you guys are doing. Like, that's natural, that's organic, that's normal. Yeah. And that's totally not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about kind of, and you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. I know what you're talking, you're talking about Uh like those hallmark moments that are like, so. Look what he got me. Like, here's the, yeah, here's the thing. If we open Instagram tomorrow, it doesn't take far for us to see all that. If we open yeah. Instagram tomorrow, like seriously, that'll be a good practice since we're talking about it. Notice how many intuitively, you know, connect with your intuitive mind and be like, is how many will actually look real or fake? You know, it, it'll be pretty clear. Right. And then, you know, you can almost feel it happening. You can go a step further. And like, for example, tomorrow, like I'm probably going to post something about my puppy and my two kittens because it makes me happy. But then I'm certain that there are some people who will follow me who will be like, oh, poor thing. She's spending her balance with animals. How depressing is that? However, the exact opposite. (laughs) Right, which, you know, but who cares? Like, I don't care. And I understand that some people might judge that, and that's their problem, not mine. And, you know, it took me a long time to get to this space, of course, because, I mean, everything in, you know, mainstream society encourages us to feel shame so that we consume more things, right? But I also love what you said about, um, you were like, yeah, but if you really want to honor the day, again, whether you're by yourself or not, it doesn't even matter here. Like you can do really special things to honor the vibration or the frequency of love, like get flowers, you know, take a bath, like make your house really pretty, get treats for people you love or, or animals, whatever. I also love that too, because it could go too far in the other direction of like, oh, it's too commercial. You don't have to do anything, which is what John was kind of talk, talking me into yesterday. And I said, no, I actually, I'm also going to say no to that because it, to me, it doesn't have to be black and white and is it actually a hundred percent aligned with what you said, Holly, in the beginning. And I, and I explained that to him and I was like, you know what, for me, it's also like an opportunity to celebrate love, but you know, I don't want the pressure and all the crazy things, but why I like celebrating things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me and I have done the the same thing. Like where we're like, you know, it doesn't really matter. We won't really celebrate it. And then like, uh, Valentine's day would come. And then I'm like, you know what? I do want flowers. And I would go and like buy myself flowers. And I came home with these. I was fine with buying myself flowers, yeah. though, by the way. <laughs> and I came home. And we were, I think we were just going to like cook that night or something like that. So it wasn't like we weren't doing anything crazy. But I came home and I, you know, put my flowers in my vase. And he felt so bad. He was like, oh my gosh, like was I supposed to? 
was I supposed to buy you flowers? And I'm like, no, like, honestly, it kind of feels like a little empowering to like, just be able to buy myself flowers. And I saw them at the store and I just wanted them. <laughs> So I love that. I'm like, so don't feel bad. <laughs> he was just asking me today. He's like, do, do we do, you want to do something tomorrow? You know, and it's like, honestly, like I don't like going out to eat on Valentine's day. Cause it's just like so crowded always. Yeah. I'd rather just do like a home cooked meal and just spend time together. But like at the same time, like I was telling him, I have things that I want to do like for myself tomorrow. Like, um, I'm kind of doing some like woodwork and it's like, I wanted to do some of that, just like diving into like a new hobby. And I wanted to do that a little bit and just like do a little bit of self care things. And then, yeah, we can have a nice dinner, like home cooked dinner and spend time that way. Yeah. I think as a man, sometimes that's what I hear from some of my uh, siblings and also from my partner, like that sometimes men feel a lot of pressure just looking at their side. Sometimes they do feel a lot of pressure with this holiday too. So, um, but that's something that's up to them. They need to work that out. It's not a, you know, they need to work out their thing, but that's I know that they do feel that because I hear that a lot from different dudes so (laughs) yeah and then like sometimes like he would have like his business partners be like hey so what did you get for for Valentine's Day or what did you be like panicking like oh god what what am I supposed to do (laughs) it really doesn't need to be that way and I love that you said the thing relationship yeah (laughs) oh yeah the thing about the flower though I love that you said that because this week, just a couple of days ago, I saw these beautiful flowers at a market like close to my house and I really wanted them and they were Valentine's flower. Now, and you know, and yeah, you always like, well, I wonder if he's going to get me anything or not. But you know what? Like I, you just empowered me, Brooke. I'm just going to go and buy myself those flowers. <laughs> you do it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Completely. It feels nice. Another, you know, and then one um, kind of, you know, thing that people can also kind of play with doing is doing like a no money Valentine's Day. So like just take going out to dinner off the table, spending a bunch of money or like, you know, what if you guys go for a walk in the woods for Valentine's Day? What if you, you know, or $10 or less, you know, spend $10 or less so he could buy you a flower or something like that if you want. But, you know, anything so it doesn't feel it doesn't bring the element and the energy of competition into it, you know? Cause like, just like you were saying, Brooke, like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to get? Or what did you get her? Like whatever, you know, then it's, then it already starts to feel icky. Cause it's just about, you know, consumerism or, you know, you're competing or whatever. And if you just take that off the table and like do either a no money Valentine's day or like $10 less or whatever, whatever feels authentic to you, then, um, you know, it kind of brings the spirit, of the day into better focus. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Another thing I want to mention too, is like, um, the importance of sharing exactly what we're talking about with young girls, because I, I mean, personally, I remember being like in high school where you can like buy, um, little like heart shaped things and like a little candy for like your Valentine. And like, there would be times where I, Honestly, I think it was like all the time where I didn't get one and everybody else in the class would have one. I'd be like, oh man, so you kind of feel like a little embarrassed, but like at the same time, I'm like, do I really deep down, do I really care? And I remember thinking, you know, like, okay, I'm just kind of moving past that. And, um, it was a couple of years ago. Um, I was teaching, I used to teach 
um, kids yoga. And one of the girls, she was 14, maybe 15. Um, and it was on Valentine's day. And I, I think I had mentioned something about like, just very briefly about like Valentine's day and like having them something about doing an act of love and kindness for other people. And it's not all about, you know, having a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And, uh, I've also, you know, always told them that if they were wanted to talk about anything, I'm always here. So once that day she came to me and was like, can I, can I talk to you? And she was after class. And so I was like, yeah, we sat down and talked for a little bit and she opened up about how, um, at her school, everybody in her class got, uh, one of those little candies except for her. And she was so embarrassed. And then that, like a bunch of like the cool girls who have boyfriends were walking around with like teddy bears and like gifts that their boyfriend got them. And she like started crying. Cause they just like, I guess really hurt her feelings. And like, she felt just embarrassed about it. And, um, and she had a boyfriend, too. I asked her. She had a boyfriend. They went to a different school. But I'm um, like, okay, you have to really think about, like, does this really matter? Those are materialistic things. And then I went like, I went on to, like, you know, further explain how, like, I get it. I've been there, too. And I think, you know, most girls have been. And then, you you know, you can't help to but to compare yourself to other people. But you can't do that. And then I, you know, went into the whole self-love thing. And I was like, why don't you go home and do something that you love to do, or maybe do like a, do your nails, make yourself feel good, you know, do your nails or do a face mask or something that you love. Do that. That makes you feel better and just makes you feel a little like and more empowered, you know, or if you know, want to play with makeup or something like that. Just sometimes I help. I like doing that. Just kind of putting on some makeup and just feeling good, you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of was encouraging her to do that, but it really made me realize that, like, okay, yeah, like, this is something that we should share with younger girls because they're just going to continue that thought pattern as they get older and then continue to compare themselves in a relationship to other people. And so I think it's a really healthy thing to kind of introduce that. And then that translates in comparing on Instagram and Facebook and social media. I see that a lot with all these teenagers. And then it it bleeds into adulthood. You know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, they have the internet, so it just makes things so much worse. Because she did mention how, like, this girl got all this from her boyfriend and this. And in mine, he didn't give me really anything. And I'm like, but it, it doesn't really matter <laughs> and he, I think he like her boyfriend gave her some candy or something and I was like well that's what he thought was okay you know like it, it doesn't matter what the other people got like some of the other things that's a little excessive in my eyes <laughs> what they were yeah. getting so. so but again like it goes back to then self-love you know because whether it doesn't matter if you're exactly. you know in a relationship or not what even if you are in a relationship you, you, for you to show up better in that relationship, you do have to love yourself. So if we could use this Valentine's Day as a reminder to love ourselves and from there, love others, right? Celebrate the people or the beings that you love, your dogs, your cat, whatever animals you have, your, maybe even your parent, you know, any, any loved ones and neighbors, friends, love, you know, partners, and then that will be much better if you begin by focusing yourself. So I think just to what we were talking about, Brooke, is that this Valentine's Day, we wanted to invite everyone to do something for you, 
like use this one and do something. Even if you're going to do something for somebody else too, we wanted to invite you to do something like for you first. So yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes, totally. Totally. Well, and uh, thank you so much. You know, this was an awesome conversation. And Brooke, the what you were saying is so important about the teenagers. Um, I just wanted to add to that. That's that whole, we could do a whole podcast on that. It's like the whole like prince, princess paradigm. And then we grow up thinking that, you know, things have to be a certain way and that way is the way. And if not, there's like, it affects self-worth. Yeah. I, if we were taught all these things from, you know, the beginning <laughs> from childhood, it would be great to know that we are enough, that it's, exactly. yeah, you're enough. We're enough. And it has to start from that place of wholeness, whether you're with somebody or you're by yourself, you need to be whole and content and find that. And it's a continuous journey. So I'm just going to put something out there for both of you. I know both of you are in a relationship. Imagine you're still with the same person in like, you know, possibility in 40 years from now, assuming everyone's still alive and you're still together maybe 50, 60, don't you think the relationship would change? I mean, don't you think you would go through different phases, like ups and downs and different things? Like, so you, we can't really, de- my point is like, we can't really depend on another being for internal happiness. No. And we have to get to a point where we cultivate neutrality and the idea of being okay, no matter what. And that doesn't mean being affected by, life of course it's you know I don't really love the idea of full non-attachment where you know you're kind of the whole point is to just be neutral all the time I don't think that that's really helpful either um but we do this work so that no matter what happens at the end of the day we will be okay we might not be great we might not be the best, but we will at least be okay. So as long as we get to the point where we know that we can be that way, regardless of what happens in our relationships, we'll be fine. Love that. Well, yeah. thank you, ladies, and happy Valentine's. This was fun to see you all on yeah, Saturday. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's actually, my friends told me that today is actually Galentine's. So. Oh, happy Galentine's. <laughs> so yeah, happy Galentine's. I guess it's for... Um, hanging with the friends. I mean, that's another thing too, though, just to add real quick is like, uh, last weekend, um, a bunch of my friends, I ended up not being able to make it, but got together and treated themselves to, um, the, like a, what was it the crab leg buffet at the silver slipper? Like they went there and like just treated themselves to like, you can have like unlimited crab legs. And they all did that for like a little Galentine's thing. And I thought that was so cute. Cause it's also in another form of self love. Cause you're treating yourself to that. Yep. But with, you know, girlfriends. So I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Yeah, Absolutely. And any, any reason to celebrate love from a really authentic place, a place that's not, you know, um, that we're being forced or making feel bad or commercial, but really authentic love, it should be celebrated. It's a great thing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, so I'll see you all later.